0: Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. It feels weird saying another Wednesday because there hasn't been a lot of Wednesdays as of lately. And trust me, my Wednesdays without this podcast have been hopefully just as Joel as y'all's. I have missed coming on here and talking behind this microphone. And I've been so stressed to get behind the microphone and to hit record and talk to y'all because I honestly didn't know what I was going to say. I've obviously taken a very long break from this podcast and we have a lot to catch up on. So whether you're new here and this is your first episode or you've listened to literally every episode since the beginning. We have a lot to talk about because my life as I've been talking about literally towards like the end of season 2 and the one episode I posted at the beginning of season 3 everything has changed like every version of me and like what I was doing and like how my day-to-day went and what my routine looks like and where I lived what I did like everything is different now and so I think that might have been why Getting back into podcasting has been so daunting to me because I realized that it was very unrealistic for me to upload an episode three days before my wedding, which I did, and then maintain that because, you know, I had to get married and then I went on a honeymoon and then I literally got back from my honeymoon, packed up all of my stuff in one day and then the next day we hopped in a u-haul and drove across the country to dallas texas it took a couple days and then moved in and then was living here with my new husband there was just no way that I was going to be able to keep up with season three. And it was really hard for me because I was like, oh, I wish I didn't upload that one episode. Like I wish I could just have like a fresh start. And now it doesn't feel like a fresh start. And you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast, how much I love things to be really orderly and tidy. But that just wasn't realistic for me. That wasn't real life for me. And weeks have gone by where I have wanted to upload I've wanted to be active on She's Going Places. I've missed talking to you guys. i miss interacting with you guys on Instagram. But I just really didn't know what to talk about. And after talking to a few of my close friends, my husband, my mom, all the people, they're like, what do you mean you don't know what to talk about? Literally, like, your whole life just changed. You have so much to talk about. And for some reason, I've just been discrediting everything I've gone through as it not being interesting. But you guys have been really invested in my life and invested in the journey that i've been on and it kind of is silly of me to assume that you guys don't care because i've been getting dms from y'all being like hello when are we getting this episode so much so that i started getting dms on my personal instagram account and that's when i was like okay taylor they care they want to know you love doing this and you know what i'm recording right now and i'm having a moment like what the heck why have i not been recording why have i been so anxious about getting behind this microphone again because now I'm getting the ball rolling, it feels so natural. So I've missed you guys entirely. I want to hear about everything going on in your life. I'm going to be back on the Instagram this week. I'm going to be back. I, I don't know what life's going to look like. I'm going to be trying to post consistently now that, I'm, now that I'm getting the ball rolling. I feel like we're going to get into a routine. We're going to get everything together. And She's Going Places is going to go with me. To Dallas, Texas. So before we get started on this week's episode, let's talk about what we're doing. I, I really needed to ease into this week. So we're gonna do a QA. I put a question box on the Instagram account. Now it's been a couple weeks since I did that, but I put it out there just to see what you guys wanted to hear from me, if you guys even cared about the wedding, if you cared about the honeymoon, if you cared about what was going on. Like I didn't know if I needed to like hop into like advice or if, I didn't know what to do. And it turns out you guys all do really care. So I picked ten questions, and we're just gonna roll through them, like you know, a a low stress thing to ease back into the podcasting world. And I would just absolutely love to hear anything else you guys want to hear. Obviously, as we talk about some of these topics, you'll see like everything's a little bit different. Like I'm not in college anymore, and I'm not living like in an apartment with a bunch of girls. I don't live in Alabama anymore. Um, I don't just have a boyfriend or fiance. I have a husband now. Like life is is different. And so, I don't know what exactly y'all want me to talk about. And so, please, please, please go send me messages. I literally try and read them all about what you want to hear from the podcast, what you're looking for in this podcast, what you come to this podcast for. Um I'll put up a a bunch of stories just to, you know, get some juices flowing, some brainstorm. I just have I've had so many episode ideas and I'm just like I just don't know if that's me anymore. Like I feel like I'm changing. And so we're going to kind of just start fresh. And you know, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's supposed to grow with me and things about my life have changed. And so we're going to see how that goes. But before we hop into the q and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast and saying subscribed over the last few crazy months while I've been getting my life together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for so caring. I'm so excited to dive back in to the She's Going Places brand and being back and talking to y'all. And creating relationships with you guys and giving you guys advice and sharing stories and just sharing parts of my life. So I'm really excited about that. If you haven't already make sure you're following us on Instagram. It's at she's going places podcast. That's where that is like the hub of She's Going Places. That's where I ask for episode feedback. That's where I answer questions. That's where I post content, remind you about episodes. So you need to be following us over there. And then please 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 if you haven't yet go down below And leave us a review. A five-star review can literally change She's Going Places. I haven't gotten any new reviews in a long time. And so let's get back into the reviewing um, mindset of things. If you are reviewing when you're listening to this week's episode, comment that this is the episode that you're listening to so that I know where you came from. And yeah, without further ado, let's hop into it. Okay first question of the Q&A. We need a life update, all capital letters, and I got that times, 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 over and over and over again. And so essentially, the short form of the life update is last time we talked was February 2nd, and I got married on February 5th. Craziest day of my life. I literally never thought it would come. It's, It's... The day of your own wedding is kind of impossible to describe and really even more impossible to prepare yourself for. Um, I was more stressed and nervous than I ever thought I would ever be. Nervous, mostly. Um, it was such a crazy day. It was an awesome day. It was a beautiful day. I loved our wedding. It turned out amazing. We got to celebrate with all of our friends and all of our family, and it was so, so special. It ended up... Um, raining the day of our wedding, which I I have so many stories and the next episode I'm going to do is going to be a fully dedicated wedding episode and I'll post questions to see what you guys want to know about the wedding. But I'll go into much, much, much more detail about wedding details because I love weddings and so like now we can like really debrief the wedding and talk about how it went. Um, But you know me, I'm a planner and we did not plan for rain and so that, it was very interesting how I handled it, I will say. And so I'm excited to talk to y'all about that. So obviously we got married and then we had like two days in between our wedding and our honeymoon, which actually was amazing because we got to go and see both of our families because like we didn't get, I come from a family of debriefers. Me and my mom like to debrief everything. And so it felt right to come home after the wedding and get to like sit on the couch and like talk about the wedding and talk about details and like. Just like have dinner together and open cards and like spend time with family. So we got to spend time with both of our families before going down to Miami, and then we flew out to Saint Lucia, like the day after. And so that was really a little like a couple days built in was really really nice. And then we had our honeymoon, which was amazing. It, It's just so weird, like all I'm talking about all this in past tense because I was like preparing for it and thinking about all these things so far in advance. And we've been talking about it for so long that the fact that I'm talking about it in past tense now, and now it's been like months since this happened. So I I just can't even believe it. Our honeymoon was amazing. We had the best time, it, it just being the two of us and like just getting to spend really great quality time together. COVID was really stressful leading up to our wedding. And so it's like the amount of time we were able to spend together because we were trying to be as safe as possible and to keep each other as healthy as possible. I ended up getting COVID before the wedding. Once again, I'll explain all of this madness in another episode. And so long story short, it was really nice to be over in St. Lucia and at the beach and just getting to explore like a really pretty island. We went to an all-inclusive, which is definitely not Hunter and I's normal vibe, which I'll do a honeymoon episode if you guys want it where I can dive into more details um so it was definitely interesting. It 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 really isn't particularly how I think I enjoyed to travel. Like I'm a big go out and about Airbnb exploring kind of girl, not like I sit at the pool all day. Like you know what I mean? Like that's just it's for some people. Hunter and I discovered it's not for us, but we still had a really really great time. And so from there, we got home from our honeymoon, <laughs> and this is this is where things get crazy is we got home on like a Tuesday night, packed all day Wednesday. I had like a doctor's appointment in the morning. And then we literally just packed an entire moving truck. I had had some stuff packed, but surely not enough. Had to pack everything. We're throwing stuff out. We're trying to get all of my stuff together. We pack it. We finish like late at night. And then we get up the next morning at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning and start driving the next day. And so it's Hunter and I in the cab of the, of the moving truck, and my parents are driving my car, Hunter's parents are driving his car, and we're literally driving across the country. We stopped for the night in like Mississippi at one point, and then the next day we finished the drive and got to Dallas, where we started unpacking right away and moving into the apartment. And that's where I'm podcasting from. I'm podcasting from our new apartment. I live with a boy now, which is the weirdest thing ever. I live with my husband now which is, it's just crazy, like, going from a long-distance relationship to now living together and seeing each other in person every single day, and honestly, at this point, being, like, literally the only people we know in Texas, and so it's been crazy for the two of us. It's been really surreal that's like, everything that we worked for over the last four and a half years has, like, come to fruition, and so, yeah, now we're here. We're in Texas. Um, we're pretty much all settled here. Like, obviously, there's, like, a few things we still need to get, but like we're really getting into a groove here in Texas. Um, and that's essentially what life looks like. Now I've been a housewife for the last couple of weeks as I've been interviewing for jobs. you know, I'll get into that. There's a question about that later. We'll talk about it. But we've just really been getting settled, um, getting used to being married, getting used to, only having each other right now and then realizing we have to make all new friends. So it's been a crazy journey. That's what's brought me here. And that's what's been keeping me very occupied from the podcast. Yes. Okay, question number two. Can you please tell us about the wedding? Photos looked beautiful. The photos did look beautiful. I'm obsessed with my wedding photos. They are the best thing ever. Um, Once again, I'm going to do a wedding episode, but this is not PSA. If you know anybody getting married or you're getting married, um, splurred on the photographer. That's the best place you can spend your money. I don't care what anyone says about it. I know they can be really expensive. They're expensive for a reason. And just, just pay for the expensive photographer because it is so, and do your research. Like, we can go into more specifics if y'all want, but like, literally the wedding photos, like if I didn't have these amazing wedding photos, like that's all I have now. And I think I've talked about that before on the podcast, but 10 out of 10 recommend, loved my wedding photographer. Um, So I appreciate you saying they look beautiful. Um, The wedding was amazing. It was the craziest experience of my life for sure. Also just like having such like a grand and beautiful wedding at such a young age, like Hunter and I genuinely just kept pinching ourselves. We're like, we are so fortunate that like, we are being blessed in this way. My parents, like, really, like, they they gave me, like, the wedding of my dreams. And, like, the whole day I just kept on, like, being, like, in awe of, like, everything that was happening. And we had, like, a little bit of a wedding weekend because people came in, like, the night before. And we had these condos where everyone could stay. And so we were all together, like, with, like, our bridal party that were, like, from all these different states. And, like, some of, like, our close family friends and, like, grandparents, like, were all staying on property with us the day before. And so we got to like spend time with everybody and have our rehearsal. And it was just, it was just the most, like, I I hate that I keep saying crazy, but crazy is really the only word for it. It was the most wonderful weekend. Um, it was definitely more stressful for me than I thought, but not in the ways that you would expect. Like Not me being like, I hope the flowers turn out good. Like, I wasn't stressed about that. I was just genuinely so nervous. And I don't get nervous for really anything. Like, I'm a pretty cool, calm, collected, confident gal. I was nervous. Like, I wasn't eating that whole week. My stomach was just turning like anxiety through the roof. And I don't even know why. It didn't even really go away after the ceremony. It was just like the whole time I just, I think I was like, I was so stressed about wanting to take it all in and absorb it and enjoy it. And I did. Oh my gosh. There was this one point during the wedding where we were on the dance floor and all of a sudden I just am looking around and I'm turning and everyone's in a circle around me. It was like a movie. I really hope it's in our wedding video. And I'm just turning around and it's just all of my friends and all of my like family and family friends and they're all just around me singing at me oh my gosh it was like a literally pinch me moment like I it was the most main character moment I've ever had in my life and I was just smiling ear to ear because it's like no matter where I turned it was somebody that I loved the most unique experience and it will never happen again and so I was just like my eyes were like bugging out of my head I was like just trying to like take so many mental photos of how the day was going and the day didn't completely go as planned. Like I said earlier, it rained. I'll talk more about that in the next episode, but it was awesome. And 10 out of 10 recommend having your dream wedding. Like absolutely. Like it's, it's the most amazing thing. Like I have nothing but great things to say about it. And so I'll tell you more about the wedding in the next episode. Question three, how's married life? Married, I'm sorry that all the questions are about marriage. Like this is what I mean. I get some in my head, for this episode because I'm like they don't want to hear about me being married but that's literally the most relevant thing in my life and you do want to hear because these are questions that y'all asked um married life is amazing it is definitely like it has its own challenges I mean we've only been married for like a a little over a month almost two actually oh my gosh what the heck almost two months um so there really hasn't hasn't been that many challenges like we're just like living our best lives but it is crazy that like the boy that I like, prayed for since I was a little girl um, <laughs> is now my husband and we live together and we do life together in community with one another and that's the best part about married life is getting to spend as much time together as possible and I think we specifically cherish that more because of the distance um, that there were so many things that we realized once we like moved in that we just have never done together. Like we've never sat, <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb, but we've never sat on a couch and just watched TV all day together. Okay. I know it kind of sounds like stupid, but like all of a sudden we moved in we didn't have a lot of furniture. We didn't know a single soul. And our first weekend here, there was like an ice storm. And so you weren't allowed to leave your home. So it was like, do not drive under any circumstance because in Texas, like they don't salt the roads. So it's not safe to drive on. And so we literally stayed in this apartment for, like, 48 hours straight. And we just got to, like, have, like, two lazy days together and then, like, make breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And every time I was like, what is happening? And it has been the most amazing experience. It's definitely interesting living with a boy. Like, that's what I've been telling all my friends. It's like, oh, my gosh, I live with a boy now. And he's a great boy to live with. Like, I hear some stories about, like, how, like, messy or gross, like, he is not that at all. It's just like how they live is so different. Like they're just like a different breed. Like what they think of, what they think clean is, I'm a clean freak too. So there's that. But like, it's just, it's hilarious. I don't even have another word to describe it. It's been so fun and funny. Um, Sharing a bed, like I'm never going to have my own bed again. And that's like an adjustment. I didn't realize that I was going to like, you know, have to like realize that I was making an adjustment. Because apparently I'm used to sleeping in the middle of bed, so that's something new. I feel like most people, when they like get on here, or like talk about being married. They're like, it is the most amazing thing ever, and like I'm just in love with my husband. I love our life. I love our home. I love, which that is true, but like that's not fun for y'all to hear. So like the like it's funny like. I literally sleep in a bed with a boy now and it's like your whole life you're told like you can't do stuff like this. And so it's like my brain, oh my gosh, I could do a whole episode and I'm definitely going to do it once I feel equipped and I've prayed about it. But an episode about how purity culture has affected us being married because it has been very evident like in us navigating what it looks like to be married. And and the the teaser of it is essentially like you're told, like as like a young Christian woman, you're told your whole life a hundred things that you can't do, and that you're you can get called this kind of name if you do X thing with a boy, or people make assumptions about you um, based on how physical you are, based on what you wear, based on how you act, based, all of these things, and then all of a sudden you get married, and all of those things are okay now. And now you're supposed to be good at them. You're supposed to know what you're doing. You're supposed to understand. You're not supposed to get overwhelmed. Like there's, I could literally write a novel about this because that was just something I was not prepared for. That was probably the biggest thing going into marriage that like we knew like there was going to be adjustments and like like the first year of marriage is hard. Like we love each other and we love spending time with each other. And we thought that was the aspect that was going to be hard, but There's so many layers, and so I'm really excited to do that episode once I feel, like, equipped and, you know, I've prayed about it, but I've been thinking about that episode a lot because I have a lot to say about it, but yeah, that's essentially how married life is. It's awesome. Question four, is it weird being married at 21? Do you ever feel like you're missing out? Yes, it's weird being married at 21. Would I trade it for the world? No. Am I so happy that we got married when we did? Yes, like, it was perfect for us, but there was a realization that I had since I've been here. Like I've, I've gotten to meet like a few girls and in my head I was like, okay, I'm going to move out to Dallas and we're going to get really plugged into a church right away and we're going to be in like a married group and so we'll have a bunch of married friends and like I'll be able to like DM girls on Instagram like I did in college and like have all these like single girlfriends and it's going to be great. The problem is, is what I didn't think about is, like, what I'm looking for in a friend now that I'm married is totally different. And what a single 21 to 25-year-old girl is looking for in a friend is not me. And as I've been, like, meeting girls and talking to them, like, I'm realizing just how different our lives are. And, like, my problems or the things I need to be prayed for about or the things I want to talk about kind of all revolve around Hunter. Like really Hunter's become my personality and that's okay and that's healthy now because we're married and that's normal. Like he, that, that's that's just normal. Like normally when you're dating, everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's such a red flag. Well, now he's my husband. So it's not a red flag at all. That's just life. And I'm talking in this single girl, like it, she just has a totally different lifestyle than me. Like they want to go out at, nine or 10 PM, like I'm home with my husband. We're sitting on the couch, watching a show together. We're going to bed. We're praying together before we go to bed. He's going to read before, like we have a routine. And when he's at, like you work during the day, so you want to spend nighttime with your husband. Like all of a sudden I'm like, I feel like I can't relate to like, single or dating or, like, anyone who's not married, all of a sudden, I find myself really flustered because, like, I don't – and it's the same thing with this podcast. Like, I didn't want to come on here and only talk about being married. In the same way, I don't want to, like, go into conversations and only talk about being married. And so – but I'm finding, like, that's the most relevant thing in my life. And so I feel like I am missing out on certain relationships that I thought I was going to have, and that was more of just an expectations versus reality Um, And that could be totally different. I just, I was telling one of my best friends this the other day on the phone. Like, I think my only, like, I'm not going to make any new, like, single girlfriends. Maybe I will. That's just, and I've only been here for like a month, so take it with a grain of salt. But I'm like... I feel like the like, it's just all the friends I've had before because they understand what I've just gone through. And even if they aren't experiencing it them themselves, like they're invested in Hunter and I, whereas these new people, like they're just looking for like fun, single girlfriends. They don't want a, a girlfriend that's married. Like it's just the lifestyle is so different. And like, I do have someone to come home to and I do have someone who misses me and I do have someone I want to spend my time with. It's the weirdest thing. I'm sorry. I feel like this episode is me just being, It's crazy. It's weird, but genuinely, I need to find some new words. So yes, I do feel like I'm missing out, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, it's not like everyone's version of like a traditional 20s experience, but I don't really think there is a traditional 20s experience. Once you're in your 20s, everyone kind of starts making their own choices And so you could get really heavily like ingrained in work and you're working 60 or 70 hours a week or you can get married like me and like that's part of your life or you're going to do like the single girl thing and like move to a new big city and like live your best life or you could be going to grad school or you like life looks different for everybody. And so you kind of start like putting yourselves into like different boxes. Weird. So I am missing out on like the other 20s experiences just because there's other ones to choose, but I'm happy with the one I chose. Number five, big question. Do you have a job and where are you working? Um, no. I Short answer, no. I don't have a job. And that has been the most humbling experience of my life. You guys know I'm very career oriented. I'm very goals oriented. And I think I might have talked about this on a previous episode. It's been so long since I've recorded that I don't even remember. But... Something essentially happened where I had a job and then I didn't have a job. And that has really been a test of my patience. And the Lord has been testing me for sure about what I put my value in. And, you know, I've been living in Dallas now for about a month and I don't have a job yet. Hopefully, as I'm recording this, like I will literally have a job this week. That's really what we're crossing our fingers for. But it has been very difficult for some reason. Like, it's been hard to get a job. I don't even know how that's even possible. Um, And yeah, it's been very, very humbling. It's been strange um, trying to like adapt to not feeling like I'm like contributing or like doing enough. It's been really, really hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, And that's also part of a reason why I didn't want to make podcast episodes because I didn't want to tell y'all I didn't have a job because I like just associated that with that being bad. But honestly, you guys know I've really needed a break and I've taken my break. Like now I'm done. But like I came off of school and then I really that time between school and in time between school and wedding, I was like, oh, that's a break. That wasn't a break. I was in full-blown wedding mode. And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm going on my honeymoon. Well, that's not really it. like, so I've really finally gotten the break that I've been wanting by having <laughs> not not having a job here um, and really truly being a housewife. Like I have been housewife to the max and it has been hilarious now. Like now that I'm going to have a job. Like it's funny looking back on it, but I've just found myself very flustered. Like I feel like I'm it's just hard for me to like be stuck at home and I don't know anybody. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I have all this free time. I'm going to make all these fun social plans and and do all these fun things. Like I'm alone during the day and that's really hard and that's really lonely. And I live in a city where I don't know anybody. Like I'm just being honest with y'all. That's what life looks like. And it is weird. Like I don't even have like advice for it right now because I'm still going through it and it's honestly just really really hard so I guess that's just my encouragement like normalize post-grad looking really different for everybody and yeah I look like I really had my life together because I got married but I graduated in middle of December and it's middle to end of March and I don't have a job like that's three months later granted I stopped looking at one point in like January, February, because I was like, okay, I'm just gonna be really present in the big life moments that I'm happening right now. Like, I'm always gonna start working, and thankfully, like, we're very blessed, and like, we're we we have enough money. Like, we're not like <laughs> struggling financially. Um, that it's like super stressful that I don't have a job. I've just been kind of beating myself up about it because I don't know. Like, all of a sudden, you get married, and like, you want to contribute, and like, Hunter's working every single day, and I'm not, and it's it's just a weird adjustment. So. That's the truth. That's the tea. You have it here first, but I'll keep you updated on the job. Hopefully I'm going to have one. Cross your fingers for me. Number six, uh, how do I make a good schedule for myself in post-grad? Great question. Still figuring that out myself. What I will say is that on the days when I don't give myself a schedule are the harder days because I end up just kind of sitting around. And then beating myself up about just sitting around and being like, oh my gosh, I don't love my life. I feel so cooped up. Like we live in a one bedroom apartment. Like it's just, it's just not like a fun place to just like hang out all day. I love our apartment, but you know, spending all of your days here, not super fun. So in terms of making a good schedule for yourself, my new thing, you guys know I've been a Google Calendar girly, but Google Calendar has been kind of depressing for me because I don't really have anything on my schedule. And it makes me sad. So I have not been using Google Calendar. I've been using my notes app and I make a to-do list in the morning. Every day I edit the same to-do list um, with like the cute little check boxes on the notes app. Yeah, I've been really into it. And I'll put everything on there. And because you guys know me, I like to feel accomplished. I like have been needing some wins during the day. And so like I'll put on there like at the top of my day, like quiet time, 10 minute tidy for the morning, make breakfast. Um, What else was on there this morning? Uh, Workout, make lunch, record podcast, edit podcast, vacuum, wipe off counters, <laughs> clean out makeup drawer. Like I'll put everything I can do on there and then it just, it's been at least helping me having these little wins throughout the day being like oh my gosh look at everything I got done on my to-do list and then the next day I delete the ones that I got done or if like they're daily ones I just uncheck them and then keep the old ones and then I'm able to like be constantly working on it because I mean there's random things that I still have to do and that I can do to help Hunter and I out and he's obviously busy during the day so I've been working on that honestly though I've been really swamped with like job interviews and things like that so, like my life's kind of revolved around being at the apartment because I would have like a job interview at 10 where I'm like, and they're all like on teams. So it's like, you're like up and getting ready, getting like the background for the apartment, like looking nice, do the interview. And then I have another one at 1130. And then you're like, okay, so like in that weird amount of time, I'll like put a podcast on the TV and like clean up or scroll my phone or like whatever, like prep for the interview. And then I'll have another one at like, Two And it's like not enough time because I don't know the area that well to like run to the grocery store because I get stressed about being late and Dallas traffic. And so I've just been kind of anchored around here. So just trying to get like little random stuff done and organized. um And so to make a good schedule for yourself, just put a couple things that you know you're going to accomplish because it's going to make you feel good. Like this morning, I was in a funk and I've been promising myself I was going to record a podcast episode for weeks. Okay. It just hasn't happened. And I was like, today you are recording a podcast episode. And I got up and I was sitting on the couch and I was like, I don't feel like doing this. And I literally, I'm not kidding, called my friend. I tracked all my friends. I saw who was home. I called my friend Winnie. And I was like, okay, she's going to answer. And as soon as she answers, I'm going to go get dressed and I'm going to walk to the gym. And that's what I did. She answered. I got dressed. I made myself walk to the gym. I literally got to the, And my headphones. turns out, you know, I had all this great motivation. <laughs> my headphones were like literally in like critical... They're like dying. We're dying. Your headphones are dying. Please plug them in. And so I got in the treadmill for I literally think 15 minutes and I just ran. I literally just ran and I haven't been working out at all because I don't know why I have all this time to do it. I've just not been motivated. I've been like in a slump because I don't have a job. It's crazy how it like affects my efficiency. Not having a busy schedule has made me had no schedule. And so I ran until my headphones died, Literally. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm not sitting here without my headphones, but I did it. Like I got myself out of the apartment. I got dressed and I came back here right away. I took a shower and like hit record. And it's crazy what it, oh, I had lunch, I think in between. Yeah. But it's crazy what it did for my brain because it like all of a sudden like switched me into like on mode. I don't even know what it is. It felt so good to do it. So I don't know why I don't do it more often. Maybe now I will. Um. And so, yeah, just come with a couple things that can be little wins for you. People always say that working out in the morning, like, take like cures your brain fog and so maybe I'm gonna start getting a little bit more consistent with doing that our apartment has an awesome gym so I literally have no excuse so yeah that's I guess my excuse is dead headphones I'll charge them I promise I hope that answered your question okay this episode is getting long let's go seven favorite way to take care of yourself right now okay my favorite thing right now as I've been a housewife is making floral arrangements that's so niche but hear me out I'm obsessed with flowers. I didn't realize how obsessed with flowers I was. Like, I knew I really liked them. And they, like, made my day better seeing floral arrangements. I don't know what it is. Like, some dented part of my brain has made me this way. But So I'd always, like, go to Trader Joe's and, like, pick up, like, the $5.99 Joe's, put them in a vase, and I'd be like, oh, I love having flowers. Well, my friend, Winnie, again, look at her. She's the star of this episode. Came to visit me for spring break, her spring break, and... I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to make some floral arrangements so that like it looks really nice with her being like while she's here. And so I went to Trader Joe's and I got like four different things of flowers and I have like two vases. I literally went and bought vases because we didn't have any. And I made arrangements and they were gorgeous. Like, and I'm not even trying to toot my own. Like they turned out way better than I expected. And I was like, wait, like I'm actually kind of good at this. Like these look really, really good. And then like I just found myself like literally every single day, cause you know I'm spending a lot of time here, just staring at them. Like I'm recording right now, and I'm staring at these floral arrangements. Like I genuinely do love them. It just makes me feel good. Like you know sometimes like people like going through the Starbucks drive-through makes them feel good. Turns out my feel good is flowers. And so that's what I did this week. I made another set of arrangements. I got like three things this time, cause I'm trying to be a little bit more budget conscious. And then I put some of the extras in mason jars so right now I have four floral arrangements in our one bedroom apartments like (laughs) there's flowers everywhere but I'm obsessed I'm starting a flower highlight on my personal Instagram account so if you want to see them there's the ones I made this week they're actually on there and they're already highlighted but I just love it and it just makes me so happy and so that genuinely is the way I'm taking care of myself right now and I'm letting myself buy them because I really really enjoy them number eight strangest part of moving to a new city starting over. I don't know where anything is. I have to use my GPS. I lived in Birmingham for four years and I finally was getting to the point where like, I maybe didn't have to use my GPS. And it's like, nope, we're back. We don't know where anything is. And we don't know anybody. We don't have a church. We don't have any community. It's just starting over. And I forgot what it was like to start over. And honestly, I've never really start over because when you go to college, like you have a bunch of college students that have similar things in common and there's events and you live in a hall and you have a roommate like it's like yes you're starting over and it's all new people but like it's in a contained environment now i just live in a brand new city with my husband who's obviously like i have a person um i live in a brand new city with like i have like a like an elderly neighbor uh, that that didn't happen to me at my old at my old apartment And like, I don't know any of my other neighbors and we live in this neighborhood where we don't know anybody in this town where we don't know anybody. Like Hunter's like just now meeting his coworkers. Like, like we don't know anybody. And so like, we've been like trying to get involved here and there. And like church has been a big help to like gain some familiar faces, but that's just the strangest part. And it's like, we really are starting from scratch. And like, I don't know how people do it by themselves. Like, if I didn't have Hunter, I genuinely don't know what I would be doing because, and maybe he's, like, providing some, like, comfort, so like I'm less likely to, like, want to, like, go out of my comfort zone, and it obviously changes my lifestyle, but, yeah, I think that's just been the strangest part is, like, we actually started over, and, like, being far from family and friends. Okay, number nine, tips on how to find a new church. So we're in the process of trying to find a church that we love here in Dallas. Um, we have two that we really like. Um, our biggest thing is we've been really trying to we wanted to get plugged in as soon as possible so we could meet people. But at one of the churches, you have to like go through like a membership process to even be able to get involved. So like we like the church, but we want to get involved and we're like, is this good for this season that we're in? I don't know. Um so we've been really trying to figure out. I think when you're trying to find a new church, definitely, I was fortunate enough that I went to college with a lot of people who are from this area who had churches that they recommended. So it was already kind of filtered down for me. And I was pretty aware of like, a few churches that I figured we would be a part of. And so we've just been kind of going to them on again, off again, I think the biggest thing is don't rush it. At first, I was like, really rushing to just pick like we went to one and I was like, great, I like it, let's do it. And I was like, okay, there's this I literally live in Dallas, Texas now, like there's so many churches to offer. Like, why am I? Why am I trying to pick so soon? And so Hunter and I are just going to kind of keep rotating where we're going until like, you know, like we feel like a peace about where we're at and like still trying to get to know people at the churches and like going to like events that they have and like trying to meet people. Um, But I think the biggest thing is like give it some time, but not too much time. Like you don't really need like a year to pick a church, in my opinion. I think in the next like month or so, we're going to like keep rotating Sundays, but I can't imagine we're going to get to summer And not have chosen a church. And so, and then from there, once you try a church, I feel like most, like, in terms of you're narrowed down to, like, two churches you really like, you can't really choose wrong. It's just a matter of, like, how much time you're willing to invest into it. And so, like, we're prepared to invest a lot of time. It just, we, like, can't because we don't know what church to invest our time in. And so, that's been a little difficult, like, feeling like we're sitting on the outside and we're, like, just attending Sunday service because we're trying to pick where we want to get plugged in. Okay, last question, number 10. How do you balance the thought of being a woman with a big career and starting a family? This is something that I'm like sitting in the middle on right now. Like At first, pre-Hunter, I was big career girly. No boy can stop me. No one's changing my life. No one's coming for my goals. And then I went through a season where, like especially through engagement, where I'm like, you know, like, I really care about this marriage, I want to start a family, like, not that I'm less career focused, but it just, I didn't hold it as much value as I used to, and so now, as I'm getting ready to, like, start my job, and, like, get back into the swing of things, I'm obviously going to get more attached to my career, and, like, accomplishing things, and working on awesome projects, but my heart posture has really, really changed about, like, starting a family, we don't want to have kids for a long time, um, But I'm definitely so much more open to being a stay-at-home mom when that time comes, like at least for a season, which, oh my gosh, 17-year-old me would be quaking if she heard this podcast. But I used to just think it was a horrible idea. I was like, I would never do that. But like, I just, right now, I just think it's an awesome idea. And if we're like blessed enough and fortunate enough for me to be able to do that, I think we'll definitely will. Granted, that's years from now, so, like, I could totally have a different opinion. But that's where I'm at. Like, I'm, I'm balancing both. Like, I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. But in terms of priority, getting married has really – and honestly, the process of, like, falling in love with Hunter, dating, getting engaged, has really changed um, my view on, like, the importance of your family and of your prioritizing your marriage and your kids and things like that. So I'm kind of rushing through that because – I actually talked about this in my vows, which is kind of fun. I'm really excited for you to get to hear my vows. Um, We don't have our wedding video yet, but as soon as we have it, I will share it with y'all. Um, and I don't know how much my vows are going to put in there, but um, this is kind of really what my vows were about, and it was really, really special, and I've gotten to have a lot of really awesome conversations surrounding this topic with some of our closest friends and family, um, just about what's important in life, and sometimes it's really hard Like, you get really caught up in what the world tells you what's important, and I think I've really been able to strip that back and really look at, like, my role in, like, in this marriage and in our family from a biblical perspective. And so, like, I haven't come to a conclusion, and I don't know how I balance it, because we're kind of just figuring it out right now. I don't have a career and I don't have a family. So, like, TBD. But that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Wow. I just talked for 42 minutes. Look at me. I am back in the saddle. I am back to podcasting. I hope you guys liked this episode. I hoped you liked hearing back from me and us easing into things with the q and I miss talking to you guys. I want to hear from you guys. So please, please, please stay subscribed. Tune into next week's episode where I talk about the wedding, which I'm really, really excited to like make an outline and like dive into that. Um, so I don't miss anything, but I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing week and let's go places to